Hello, and welcome to Core Sampler, the podcast where we drill into the Sitecore community to bring you insights into the work talented people are doing every day on the Sitecore Experience platform. Whether you're a developer, a marketer, or both, we're glad you're here. And now your host, Derek Dysart. Welcome to Core Sampler. My name is Derek Dysart. In this episode, we have a, a group of guests. Uh, one gentleman, why don't you uh, kind of pass the mic around and introduce yourselves? Sure. Hi, Derek. Uh, my name is Alex Shiba. I work for Sitecore. <laughs> uh, and this is Adam Weber. I'm an advanced innovations developer on TeamX, working under Alex at Sitecore. Nick Wesselman, platform architect at Sitecore. Right now, have the pleasure of working with these gentlemen on the JavaScript services module. Nick, Alex, welcome back to the show. Uh, Adam, it's a pleasure to have you on for the first time. So, uh, I wanted to get you guys together to talk a little bit about coming out of a symposium. You launched a preview of JavaScript services for Sitecore. If you want to, I think for people who may not have made it to symposium, kind of maybe go over what exactly JSS is and who the target audience is. Sure. Well, in a uh, long story short, it's um, it's a toolkit. Think about it as SDK uh, for modern JavaScript UI libraries and frameworks like React. We started with React uh, that allow uh, JavaScript developers to work with Sitecore and build full-fledged apps, whether it's a single-page app, progressive web app. It's a new hot thing. So pretty much the whole UI layer is available in, in JavaScript. A big part of that is that engine that renders JSON, so it's our presentation details via API. Um, so that enables personalization, tracking, analytics, all this goodness to be available in these scenarios. And the, scenarios the main scenario is headless. So just as is one of the solutions we have for headless, there's also Seiko Services Client, SXA has uh, JSON delivery capabilities. So GSS is more speaking to the hearts and minds of a modern JavaScript developer. So if you're using React, you're in love with React, you want to build UI in that, that's the tool for you. So we're looking into Angular support going forward. We love UGS as well. So um, that's pretty much ideas, diversify on the UI layer. So what were um, you know some of the kind of challenges as you embarked on this? I think a lot of people have done, you know, if you've developed a Sitecore site, you've you've done a little bit where potentially you have a rendering that just renders out JSON, and and you know you use that to you know use maybe something like jQuery to do AJAX calls back to Sitecore to get data. How does uh, I think looking at the approach you guys took on this, where how does that kind of compare and contrast? Well. I think one distinction is that when you when you build a full fledged app, um, you can get completely disconnected from Sitecore. So we establish this contract between backend and frontend, which is that layout service output that you can mock. So that makes Sitecore optional during development, and also enables this code first approach where you build app completely. Um, outside of Sitecore, and then we have scripts in place to generate Sitecore artifacts from your app. So kind of this front-end first approach. Um, so I think that's that's quite different. Plus, it's targeting more of a full, sweet JavaScript, so not just 
parts of the page where you have JavaScript sprinkles, it's the whole UI layer that runs JavaScript. Because we want to enable sort of server-side JavaScript execution, which is a big part of it. Um, so I would say this is just looking into what's out there in the way where where the open source community is moving. We kind of want to be ali- aligned with that, uh, with, with the trends. So it's supporting component-based models. So any JavaScript library that is based on IDF components or atom- atomic design, that's a good can- candidate to be uh, to have a GSS adapter. Adam, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about some of the technology and, and challenges you guys had. Sure. I think um, probably the, the, the primary challenge and one of the primary goals, you know, when we first started prototyping this was just trying to match, you know, feature parity with the MVC rendering engine. Um, you know, being able to keep the concepts around placeholders and renderings and, you know, have it all materialize in a JavaScript application in the same way that a, a traditional Sitecore developer might, you know, expect it to behave. Um, you know, and really, you know, mimicking the, the rich API that Sitecore provides around rendering and, and um, you know, being able to bring it into Experience Editor and enable all the features there, being able to do server-side rendering and, and everything. Um, there were a lot of a lot of challenges up front that we had to, to, to overcome and prototype out and proof of concept and you know, once we got those kind of those big key blocks in place, um, we were able to start refining and, and really building a, a much more rich experience for developers. Um, you know, and then with the help of Nick over the past six, eight, ten months, I don't even remember how long it's been. Um, kind you know, of all blurs at one yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. We were, we were really able to refine the the, the Sitecore aspects, I feel like. You know, Nick brings his very you know obviously broad background to the the table and really help us align with um you know what developers might be expecting to receive so nick i know you were involved with having to build build a lot of kind of tooling from scratch uh just a lot of um a lot of the work that had to go in just to make a lot of what what the product actually ends up doing sure cover that a little bit yeah i mean so you know we're doing a lot of things on the javascript side now that you know we would have had you know working in uh in c sharp and in right in the platform so for example we wanted to be able to sort of package your application for import in some sort of uh you know wrapper and it seemed like sitecore update packages were a natural fit for that uh, but working in JavaScript, we didn't have an API for it, so we had to basically replicate the creation of an update package in JavaScript. At, or for the Im- import as well, there's a whole process where we generate uh, a manifest on the JavaScript side, and, and Adam created a, a really cool uh, pipeline module in JavaScript as well. So you guys are able to run pipelines right within on you know on the client side in JavaScript in the in the React space. Yeah, that was kind of a uh, side effect, I guess, of the whole manifest generation process. We realized that what we were accomplishing was, you know, similar in concept to what a typical .NET pipeline looks like. You know, a series of steps that need to be executed sequentially with uh, aggregated results, you know, and something spit out at the end. And you know, with all the asynchronous possibilities and promises and everything in JavaScript, I've we decided to give it a shot and it actually turned out really well I think and we're hoping to use it on a lot of other you know future JavaScript projects you know I want to go back to something Alex mentioned that you have support for actually editing these apps you know editing a, a react 
based application directly in the experience editor. So yep. you guys have extended the support not just from a standpoint of okay, we've gotten Sitecore data out to React and it's you know it's bound and you have that full Sitecore experience in the actual application. Yep. That that was the goal from beginning to have a no compromise solution, right? Because I mean customers are, are used to uh, leveraging visual editors, plus we built a lot of analytics tools on, on top of that. It would be a shame if we didn't have a story there and you had to use content editor. So yeah, that, that was quite interesting. We, we did a lot of different approaches and uh, what we ended up doing, and that's thanks to Sitecore's logically decoupled content presentation layer, we just chopped off that part that did last mile rendering, so HTML piece, and turned the MVC rendering into more like JSON baking mechanisms, so preserving pretty much everything. Because in Sitecore, we all know we have a ton of different rendering types, starting from XSLT, there were URL renderings, method renderings, <laughs> whatever renderings. So that that's such a powerful concept that was baked in a decade ago um, that allowed us to register a brand new type of rendering called JavaScript rendering that essentially gives us ability to turn on JSON serialization for those types of rendering. So you still use Sitecore's layout engine and its composition. It's data source model, which is rule-based as well, so leverage everything. But we realize that rendering needs to take place elsewhere because JavaScript, uh, Adam found this uh, JavaScript view engine, open source view engine that we plugged in, in, interacts with Node services, outsources the whole rendering process to Node that ends up running a Node process on your Psycho server for rendering in this integrated mode. We support also this fully decoupled mode, of course, because it's Node, you can run it on any box. But for this integrated, for the content management server, you're going to need that. And that also gave interesting side effects for multi-app deployment. We have now process-level isolation for every application. So every app will get its own uh, Node.js process. That's kind of cool. You can scale out on the same server. Um, so yeah, it's 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 one of the biggest pieces of of GSS for sure. And I think I, I think I heard you say something about what about support for server side rendering, right? And uh, another kind of scaffolding that we we're shipping with this um, is for Node and Express, uh, and using a proxy component that's based on some open source goodness. One of the HTTP proxy. A middleware uh, components that we built to facilitate the ability to proxy out all of the original HTTP headers that Node and Express will be uh, serving, uh, getting access to. So Sitecore can still get access to those for personalization. Also handles cookie pass through, so we can identify returning visitor um, stuff like that. So it does a lot of heavy lifting. Adam did a lot of uh, song and dance around it. Uh, to to make that piece work, and that that's actually what what is I think one of the most magical pieces is to be able to deploy your Psycho app to Heroku or somewhere where it doesn't even smell Windows, and uh, have personalization working, tracking, analytics is 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 pretty amazing. Yeah, that is pretty slick. So I guess Nick, I, I think I would ask you, uh, probably being the closest to back in the real world. If so, if I'm a developer at home, how do, how do I get started with this? What's what's kind of the 
what's the tooling I need and you know what's what's kind of step zero that I can start working with this sure well I guess step zero would be install Visual Studio Code install Node install uh, NPM and uh, and then go to uh, jss.sitecore.net where you'll find links to download the tech preview um, you'll find links to our sample applications, which are now open sourced on GitHub, so we have both a basic app and a advanced app that you can look through there. And even if you haven't worked with these technologies yet, we're you know we're kind of following standard practices for React development. Um, so uh, I think uh, it's it's also would be a great place for a, a .NET developer to just kind of get some exposure kinda, to the technology, kind of get their feet wet, right? In, exactly, in a single page app framework, right. and they're I mean they're pretty straightforward applications as well. So I mean it's, they're easy to follow, and uh, especially if you have the Sitecore background, it should shouldn't take you too long to kind of see what's going on there. And then as you have uh, questions, this is. We want to really get the community involved with this tech preview, so um, I think we already have a, a, a tag in ready on the uh, the Sitecore Stack Exchange. We have a channel on the uh, Sitecore community Slack, so come talk to us, give us feedback, ask questions. Um, we really want people to, to put this tech preview through the ringer. So... Is there support for kind of anything beyond just the kind of single page app? Is there, you know, in the future, could you could you see this supporting mobile apps? Uh, sure, you know um, that sort of. Yeah, so the layout service itself is is you know very much consumer agnostic. It's you know it's just sending JSON out through a, an endpoint. You know that anybody that can make a re- anything that can make a request to Sitecore can retrieve this data, um, and as long as they know how to to handle it or, or do something with it, um, they should be able to render it, play with it, whatever. Uh, we have some prototype work around uh, React Native. We've done some sample apps there. We have the the core placeholder component that we're using in JSS React right now. Um, re- we've rebuilt that in React Native. Uh, we've also been playing in .NET Core, MVC, just kind of prototyping there. Um, PHP, <laughs> PHP. <laughs> yes, we are not. We will not be developing anything for PHP. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah, well, gentlemen, thanks for your time today. I think it's uh, it's really um, there's a, a there's a, a buzz at symposium over you know, the the support for uh, you know this quote unquote headless CMS and being able to. You know, a lot of people were talking about uh, JSS. It's great that there's a tech preview out, and I I would encourage anyone listening to, uh, if you have any inkling of working in that space in the kind of JavaScript application frameworks, uh, definitely check it out. Um, and so I, I think Nick, you had said you guys have a Slack channel and Sitecore Stack Exchange. Um, is that what you guys are asking for for? Feedback. Yeah, so if, if you have just kind of general usage questions, um, you feel free to post those on um, the uh, uh, Stack Exchange. Um, if you want to, you know, kind of provide feedback and or have more general questions that you want to ask about JSS, feel free to post those in the community Slack. Well, thanks again for being here, and uh, thanks to all you listening at home, uh, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Core Sampler. To see show notes from this and past episodes, please visit coresampler.fm. There you can also subscribe to this podcast to get new episodes as soon as they're released. If you liked what you heard today, 
please tell a friend and then go to iTunes to rate and comment on our show. Even if you're using a different app to listen to us, those ratings and reviews really do help others find us. Are you a professional working with Sitecore and interested in joining the show? Or would you like to leave some feedback directly? We want to hear from you. Drop us a line at info at coresampler.fm. That is all for this episode of Core Sampler. We'll see you next time.